Welcome to Dawn Patrol, the 30A morning show. Good morning! Presented by 30A Cottages and Concierge. Yeah! <laughs> Online, 30acottages.com. Good morning. It is Dawn Patrol, and I, one of my favorite places on uh, 30A is The Rep. It's a great theater located in the heart of Seaside. If you're unfamiliar with it, it is The Rep. And uh, it's the Repertory Theater in Seaside, and it's been here a long, long time. And they have a great summer program going this summer, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that over the next couple of weeks. But right now, uh, one of the things I've always been most fascinated with is magic. And uh, they have a great program here that's running through the 30th of August. It's Magic with Jeanette Andrews, and I've got Jeanette here. How are you? Good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me today. Okay, cool. So let's let's talk about where you're from, because you don't sound Southern. No, I do not. I get comments on the accent all the time. And so you're from one of my favorite other places in the United States, and where is yes, that? Yes, I'm from Chicago. Yeah, West Side? Uh, yes, actually. West yes, Side west, or North Side? West Suburbs, uh, So North originally. or South? Um, straight west. Okay, so straight west. Straight west. But yes. you're you're partial to the north side of Chicago. Yes, yes, indeed. As we've established, your your family's Cubs fans. And yes, Cubs, Cubs, and Blackhawks. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the Blackhawks. Diehard right. Blackhawks. Yes. Yeah, uh, my my dad used to be the Blackhawks strength trainer, so Blackhawks all the way. Okay, so I won't say I'm a Lightning fan. So that's cool. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. But the Blackhawks have been outstanding the past couple. Uh, they won what? Three out of six? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at that pride. She's showing it right now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blackhawks. Okay, so you came down from Chicago. Yes. Um, how did you uh, get involved with magic? Because your show down here is all about magic. Yes. Um, I started doing magic when I was four years old. I did my first show for my preschool class. Um, what was the trick? Um, it was actually about a 15-minute show. Wow. Um, I did. Um, I first saw Magic um, via a Siegfried and Roy TV special when I was four. Right. Um, and then shortly afterwards got a Magic kit for Christmas that year and practiced and practiced and kind of put together this short little show. Um, and that was the first performance that I ever did was, was for this preschool class. And then I did my first paid show when I was six. And this is the only job I've ever had ever since. So That's crazy. Is, yeah, this is year two. 21. So did you like uh, when you were growing up in like middle school make you know your friends lunch money disappear and stuff like that? No, or? no, not at all. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. So uh, okay, so so now you're down here for the summer uh, at Seaside. That's yes. a terrible place to work. Oh, you know. <laughs> no, it's it's wonderful. It's so beautiful here. So it's really, really a joy. How long uh, have, have you heard about the 38 area before? How did you get involved with the rep? Yeah, I got involved um, in the 38 area and Seaside in particular um, almost exactly a year and a half ago. Okay. Um, I was chosen to be an artist in residence um, with Escape to Create, which is a multidisciplinary artist residency that's based here in Seaside um, that selects artists from across the nation and across the world um, to come and do research-based residencies um, and provides housing for the artists here in Seaside um, to come and do um, very intense periods of study and research on whatever your particular project is. So I was brought here to work on um, what has been my kind of ongoing project for about the last year and a half, which is doing immersive performances related to magic and interactive illusions for each of the five senses. Now, have you ever been a a street performer? Have you ever done that? Um, I have not. Um, yeah. No, I haven't. Um, I've got a um, 
some, some people in talks with me right now to do some site-specific work that would happen to be uh, outdoors um, mm-hmm. on the street. But um, I am in talks to do a, a site-specific commission for something like that. Awesome. So you're not going to come out to Seaside and like stand on a pole for 24 hours or 30, you know, like David Blaine? No, no, I, I don't. I don't do stunts. <laughs> no, I'm not a. I'm not a stunt woman. Okay. Um, right. No, but uh, but that stuff is interesting to watch. It is. It's made for TV, right? Okay. So let's talk about the programs that you do specifically. Yes. Uh, here we're with Magic with Jeanette Andrews, and I'm going to start with the kids first. Okay, uh, you have a cool Magic Academy for ages yes. five to seven. Tell me about that. Yes, um, so I have um, two different Magic workshops that I do. Um, one of which is for ages five to seven. The other one is eight to fourteen, um, and both of those are an hour long. Um, and the kids learn four different Magic tricks. Um, some of which are some of the things that I did in some of my first Magic shows. So it's really exciting for me to get to kind of pass that forward. Um, to a next generation of potential future magicians. Um, so we go through all of the effects step by step, and the kids get everything they need to keep and take home to do the magic. Super um, cool. So those are a lot of fun, great kind of lunch hour uh, activities so parents can go and grab some lunch. It's a lot of fun. And then you've got Magic Academy, ages 8 to 14. Is this where they saw people in half or not? Uh, no. <laughs> we, we keep the kids pretty safe. Uh, we keep them totally safe. Um, but no, the, we, uh, we have it separated out by age. So the kids learn different effects in okay. both of the workshops. So they're um, age appropriate for both of the things. The um, older kids and the older workshop learn things that are a little more kind of card tricks and things that are um, just a little more attuned to their skill level. Awesome. Awesome. And you've got three other things here or two other things that are listed. You've got magic matinees uh, at 11 o'clock. And that's on Tuesdays. Tell me about that. Yes, it is. Um, So that is um, on Tuesday mornings. And that is a shorter performance that is really geared towards all ages. So it's a really fun kind of morning for your family. If you're looking for something fun to do to kind of get out of the heat, um, maybe right before you go to the beach or if you're a morning beach goer right after you come in. um, Very interactive, just fun magic for the all ages for your whole family. Um, And so that is the the magic matinee. That's awesome and then uh there's one other thing listed here and you're gonna have to explain it it's saturdays and sundays 8 p.m called Perceive? Yes, that is my main stage show. Um, That is geared towards older kids, teens, and adults. Um, That is magic um, that is, we kind of traverse through each of the five senses and so that is definitely kind of more of my traditional style um, in which it's magic that's grounded more in psychology and philosophy and performance art. Um, It's definitely kind of almost the opposite of your stereotypical magic show. It's a very elegant aesthetic um, but is still fun and, and interactive, but is definitely uh, definitely very very modern and contemporary in its approach. That's so cool. So I'm I'm always fascinated. Uh, let's let's talk about magic just for a second. Of course. And, and I know you guys don't tell. Uh tell secrets and stuff like that <laughs> the statue of liberty disappearing with david copperfield that never <laughs> happened right that was that was they shifted the stage when they just turned people and they looked over the hudson correct i you know i i honestly have not seen a video of that for i think i saw the you probably weren't alive when like, that happened i think i was like five yeah um so or something like that i i have a distantly vague recollection of that, it. So. That's really, really funny. So how can people get tickets to the rep? Uh, yeah. We're located here 
on the let's see east side of the town square. Yes, uh, and it's on the back side too. So it's uh, yeah. it's kind of right by Cottage uh, Rental Agency right exactly. here. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. So there's a box office, so people can buy tickets, or they have to go online. Um, it's probably easiest for people to hop online on our website at lovetherep.com, um, and so you can grab all your tickets there um, for my performances and all of the reps' uh, other wonderful programming throughout the summer. Um, and we also have tickets um, available for purchase at Amavita Coffee awesome. um, in Seaside. So while well, you're grabbing uh, your morning cup of coffee or a snack later in the day, grab your tickets at Amavita. Um, or you can purchase them uh, either at the door before a performance um, or if you want to stop by and, and pick them up, uh, you can grab them with us as well. We also sell them um, at the Seaside Farmers Market on Saturday mornings. And check your TV knowledge here. Have you watched the Penn & Teller uh, thing where they do, uh, they have all these magicians come out. Fool and, us! Yes, have you watched that show? I have. Is that is that the coolest show ever? It's very fun. I'm a I'm a big fan of Teller. Yeah. Um. So yes, I've definitely watched it. Teller is a, a brilliant theorist. Um. And so I, I, anytime I can watch Teller do anything, I, I jump on it. On the basis of that show, if you've not seen it, definitely uh, you can DVR it. Uh, is uh they have Penn and Teller out there and uh, they bring on these fabulous musicians or musicians magicians and uh and they basically try and fool Penn and Teller so yeah. and, and it's it's amazing when they do because they're like we have no idea how they did that do you have parents and uh, people that kind of come to you after the show and just say hey how'd you do that oh yeah all the time <laughs> all the time which is great I think um you know I think one of the things that's wonderful about magic is that it really taps into our natural curiosity as humans um which I think is a really beautiful thing and a very instinctual thing what's it um, take what's it take uh when you go back to when you were starting to be a magician yeah uh what 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 do you think the one or two attributes somebody needs to kind of really go down that path and do what you're doing um, I think things that are really helpful um, are being very comfortable doing a lot of public speaking yeah. <laughs> uh, is, is very helpful um, and uh, being willing to sit and do hours and hours and hours of practice, yeah. usually in a room by yourself um, in front of a mirror or video camera yeah. um, because that will constitute a lot of your life. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. So uh, let's let's talk about... Uh, not specific uh, tricks or magic sure. that you do. Uh, your hardest one that was for you to learn. How how many hours or years did it take you to like kind of perfect it? If it's perfected, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, no. Um, you know, I work in a in a inherently temporal medium, so everything that I do is a constant evolution. I have pieces in my show that. Um, that are still evolving and that have been evolving for the last um, about 15 years. So um, that, of course, are unrecognizable from 15 years ago, but that it's just a perpetual thing where I will make changes and changes and changes. Um, So, yeah, I mean, there are things um, that, you know, I typically will work on things for usually... um, about a year before anyone sees them, cool. Um, and then, um, and then they'll go out, and then, and then from there, it's usually years of evolution. So, wow, yeah. that's so cool. We're so blessed to have you guys down here, and uh, especially thank you uh, doing the magic here. We will get our twins in here; they're fascinated by oh, it. Oh, that would be great. Somewhere, I don't know if it was Christmas or their birthday, they they got that traditional yeah, kids yeah. magic set where it's like the little ball that disappears. And that was that was really my first real trick that was I it? did. Yes, it was. That's yes. a, that's a real, what's one of the 
the the cups and the balls is actually really really super cool. They don't know how to do that it, one. That's very difficult. It is. It is genuinely difficult, and there are a lot of people who spend years working on that. So I always find it interesting that it's in children's magic sets because it's typically it's very really frustrating for them. I can make the balls disappear. I just throw them away. Um, <laughs> but uh, the the other one in there that's uh, always funny to to see my son do is the. Uh, the, the handkerchief where you make it disappear in your hand, but it goes in the... I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Everybody knows it goes in a big thumb or something. Yeah. It's on your thumb. But it's the a thumb, magic set classic. Yeah. The the thumb looks really weird on a six-year-old. I'm just saying it's yeah. huge. <laughs> so yeah. It's, they, uh, I, I think they're all pumped out from the same plant and have been for many years. Right. So, so not, not only did he make the handkerchief disappear, he made his thumb go about to the size of like Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, know? probably. That, that sounds about right. That's funny. All right. So you can go love the rep. Com. You can come to the box office. There are box office hours where you can get tickets. Uh, Jeanette Andrews' magic shows run all the way through August 30th. Gets us pretty close to Labor Day. Yeah. Uh, let me just talk about the rep, too. The 11 o'clock show. Yes. Come see it and then go do lunch because, you know, that 8 to 11 time out on the beach, it's hot. It is very hot. And so it is we... nice and dark and there's a huge air conditioning duct in here. So yeah, it's really cold yeah, in we, here. We keep it really cool and yeah. uh, and and we love to kind of talk about uh, that it's a great time to really come in it is. at that 11 to noon time and, and really come in. See uh, see some fun magic with us and beat the heat. Yeah, bring the kids in here. It's $20 worth of air conditioning for the parents and $20 of magic for the kids. Yeah, there and, you uh, go. <laughs> so it's All right, so uh, Magic with Jeanette Andrews at yes. the Rep all summer. Thank you guys for having us. And thank, thank you. Thank you for joining us on Dumb Patrol. Thank you so much. Have a great, great day. Hey, this is Stanton Moore with Galactic, and you're listening to 30A Radio. All right, here's the second half of our Dawn Patrol. We're at the Rep in Seaside, the Re- lovetherep.com, and I've got Brooke. Uh, what would you say your title is here, Brooke? Uh, my title is executive director, but I do a little bit of everything. Uh, lots of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So you do a lot of stuff. So you do have a lot of stuff happening this summer. Uh, we talked about the magic show with Jeanette Andrews, and uh, now we're talking about uh, some of your other programs that you have. You have stand-up comedy, you have improv hour, and you also have a show called Shipwrecked. So tell me about uh, the live stand-up comedy hour at the Rep. Uh, that's this weekend. That's Friday and Sunday evenings at 6 and at 10 o'clock. These are three uh, comedians. They started out in Charleston about three years ago. They came here for their first time, and now they're all over the country. Dusty Slay is in Nashville. He is one of the top 100 finalists for Last Comic Standing. Evan Burke, who is now in New York, is running a lot of comedy festivals and arts festivals. And then we've got Vince Fabra. He is just a hilarious dude from... Charleston, he's still there, so it's an awesome show. Everybody should come check it out. Uh, it's appropriate for everybody, but the later night shows are just a little more adult. <laughs> right on. So right leave on. the kids at home. That's good. Yeah, there's always a, you never know what's happening at a stand up comedy hour. So, uh, Awkward Oxen Improv Hour that is uh, running through August seventh, and that's Wednesdays and Fridays at ten p.m. Uh, it's a little bit late, but tell me why. <laughs> uh, that one's more adult audiences, too. We do a lot of stuff for kids and family members, but we also have the later night crowd, so we try to give them some fun stuff to do. That is our rep actors doing improv comedy and getting crazy. Awesome. Okay, so, Brooke, let's talk to some cast members here. Uh, cast members basically are the heart and soul of the rep. So we've got a show that's called Shipwrecked, and it runs through the 27th. Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. and Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Uh, and also, it looks like it uh, runs September 1st through the 12th uh, on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. 
Let's talk about Shipwreck first. What's it all about? Uh, Shipwreck is a basically true story about a Englishman in the end of the 1800s. He said he was shipwrecked off an island in Australia for 30 years, lived among cannibals. Uh, and so it's all about his adventures. He then went to England and published his story, and it was like a huge sensation. Uh, one of the most famous stories of all time, Rudyard Kipling called it the book of the century, and then everybody found out that his story was kind of made up. So uh, it's got adventure, it's got romance, it's got comedy, and it's got some uh, interesting comments about media and journalism and what's true and what's made up. That's very cool. Okay, so we have cast members here, yes. and uh, let's let's talk to them. Tell me tell me about how you find your cast members for stuff like this. I mean, this is super cool, right? Uh, well, we have cast members from all over. We've got local cast members. We've got people from uh, different schools and different states across the country. Right now, we're here with Karis Walker and Kyle Walter. Kyle's been with the rep for I think four years now, and this is Karis's first year with the rep. So, tell us about yourself, Karis. Um, hi, I'm Karis. I'm an actress, and this is my first year with the rep. There you go. That's, that's awesome. It, that's it. So, does she talk more during the shows? <laughs> <laughs> Mostly, yeah. Yeah. Um, in Shipwrecked, I play 14 different characters. I play a variety of different male characters. Um, so that's great on my vocal cords. It's fantastic. Um, I play Louis Dujemont's uh, mother as well as his wife, and I play a pirate. And an octopus. And an octopus. Oh, that's awesome. Mm. How did you audition for that role? Um, well, uh, I Any auditioned for Brooke. Actually, it's an interesting story. I have a really good story. I auditioned for Brooke about a year ago, and he turned me down. Yeah. He never called me back. Can I go ahead and leave now? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then this is, this is becoming therapy. Uh. And then he had open calls again, and he saw the light and hired me. It was fantastic. And so I have sold my soul to the Rep Theater for the next till December. Yeah. Awesome. And, <laughs> and you're portraying octopus like they're supposed to be, right? Oh yes, absolutely. Okay. With fangs and all that <laughs> deadliness. <laughs> yeah, a giant octopus. Okay. And then I, I as well play the octopus expert who has a mustache. It's fantastic. Right. Are the guys intimidated that you play more of the guy roles? Probably. Okay. They probably are. I'm a very believable man. So um, I think that I could probably take their jobs. You, you should know? see her mustache. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's impressive. really, really impressive. That's really, really awesome. It really grows some awesome facial hair. That's really, really good. So if she plays all those roles, what do you do? Uh, nothing, really. I just <laughs> sort of sit idly by... No, I play all the other roles. So, like uh, Karis was saying, we just we change hats literally and metaphorically constantly throughout the show, playing lots of different characters and animals. Uh, I have the pleasure of playing Bruno the dog for the first uh, two fifths, half the play or so, which is a uh, which is a lot of fun. Um, yeah, we just come out and uh, uh, just a variety of all sorts of crazy characters and situations to kind of support the story of Louis. Yeah. That's very cool. So, did you know about Shipwreck before, or is this a brand new? Uh, oh, this is completely brand program new. for you guys. Yeah, I have never, I haven't even heard of the playwright before, but now he's fantastic and amazing and wonderful. That's good. More good. adjectives. So, uh, tell me about the the crowds for your shows. Uh, what can they expect? I mean, you craziness. Guys, yeah, we wear lots of hats. 
um, in actual hats, and then we all do different voices. There's a variety of Aboriginal voices and Cockney and and awfulness. Didgeridoos? Do we? Have- there is a didgeridoo. Is it really? Yeah, there is. Kyle learned how to play a didgeridoo in three weeks. It was fantastic. Really, circular breathing. And I know, all and everything. Lots sure. of YouTube. <laughs> Lots of YouTube. A lot of, th- there are some great YouTube videos of didgeridoos. I'll just tell you that. Yeah, some really good ones that go pretty far. Did you did you watch some of them? Oh not? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a friend that makes didgeridoos, so <laughs> it's it's pretty solid. He's with it's, the Yellow Board. It's pretty awesome. Pretty impressive. <laughs> he goes out in the desert and looks for I don't know where you find the didgeridoo wood, but he does. Oh it's wow! Like a, it's like at the other end of the rainbow. <laughs> There's leprechauns just, there and everything. Some <laughs> gold. Do you want the gold or the wood for the didgeridoo? <laughs> You have your choices. Well, I guess I'll take the didgeridoo. <laughs> so uh, let's get off topic here. Uh, now that we know there's didgeridoo players in town, <laughs> oh, I think it would be fascinating just to go to one of the beach accesses here and just kind of belly up and just start going at it. Have you done that? Not yet, that would but be a that great really sounds like a good idea. Scheme, actually, go put, out a there sign, put a sign next to Kyle and just say, come see me at the road. <laughs> I'll play the didgeridoo play for the- money. <laughs> Just wearing different amounts of clothes each time I have the didgeridoo out on the beach. I'm encouraging Seaside. If one of these bands fall out of their Wednesday night concert series, that <laughs> maybe uh, Kyle just fills in and uh, plays the didgeridoo yeah. for two hours. I'm sure he would be great at that. Lori Smith. Awesome at everything he does. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk <laughs> to Lori Smith. Can we get Smith. that written down? Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Boyle and Lori Smith. Let's book this didgeridoo for next year. <laughs> that would be awesome. That's good. So uh, um, that's Stop talking about the didgeridoo. It is pretty cool, but <laughs> oh, uh, that's not what we're here for. Uh, so w- you guys do this all summer. Mm-hmm. What else do you do on 30 A's? Is this it? Are you just rolling? Oh, no. This we have it. we do all kinds of stuff. I have a cot here. I sleep here, yeah. and then I wake up and do more theater. Um, we On Monday nights in the Seaside Amphitheater, we do Robin Hood at 630. Yep. Okay. And that's uh, two, three of the other. I'm in that, and it's three of the other company members. And it's Commedia dell'arte. Um, it's really entertaining. Um, it's very hot. And then on Wednesday nights in uh, North Barrett Square in Rosemary uh, at 630, we have Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So you do the Rosemary shows down there, too. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah, cool. we, uh, we're, it's very much in a, this cycle while maybe two people are overdoing a story in watercolor. A few of, uh, of the other ones of us are building a set, getting ready right. for the next show, or we're turning something else over, or getting the space ready for magic, or, you know, whatever. So it's just constant go, go, go. Right. We're always doing something. Let's, I'll take a picture of the, the set that you guys have here for Shipwreck, but this comes down for all the other shows. You have to put it up and take it down every day, right? Uh, the Shipwreck set stays where it's at. Um, we do have a changeover between the magic shows, but uh, the outdoor shows we constantly are putting up, taking down. It's a real rep theater, so we've got lots of shows going on all the time uh, with a lot of the same company members acting in different roles on stage and backstage as well. Very cool. Uh, how can people support this program you guys do here? I mean, ticket prices probably don't do everything. Uh, yeah. You guys also do fundraisers throughout the year for the reps. So what do we have coming up, Brooke, that's uh, going to be able to help you guys kind of keep moving forward? Uh, just go to the tickets at lovetherep.com. If you'd come support us at the different communities on 30A where we're at, we get a lot of support from the Merchants Association, uh, different foundations along the area. Ticket sales only cover about 50% of our costs, and we are a professional theater, so everybody who works for us gets paid, um, and that allows us to bring in the higher quality actors, uh, teachers to help your kids learn about theater and improv. Um, It's a real asset to this community. We've been the cultural 
activities hotspot for the past four years. We've got concerts, plays. We try to entertain and educate and inspire audiences more than we try to ask them for money. So Mm -hmm. please support us, buy our tickets, and uh, come meet us and meet our audience members too. It's very cool. You guys uh, do a good job at your shows. You got about 75 to 90 seats in here. Yeah, there's 75 seats indoors. Uh, our outdoor shows, we usually have between like 400 and 600 people, depending on the population down here. Uh, but it's uh, really cool to be able to meet the people from out of town, see the people who keep returning year after year, and to really uh, be able to meet the community uh, that comes down here. Okay, so we're talking uh, to the rep, and we've got great programs. We're going to go over one more time for you. It's Shipwrecked. It runs through the 27th. You can see all these online at lovetherep.com. Uh, Magic with Jeanette Andrews. I've got a video that you can go on 38.com and check that out. It was a very cool uh, rubber band uh, little uh, kind of quick trick. I'm still fascinated by it. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, there's the Oxen Improv Hour, and uh, also there's a live stand-up comedy show at the Rep. That's this weekend, July 3rd and 5th. Their show times are 6 p.m. and 10 p.m. And for the kids, there's theater camp. There's the Comedia Robin Hood. Sleeping Beauty is running up and down uh, 30A. Uh, Adventures in Alice and Stories in Watercolor. What do you guys do for your free time? What free time? Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Sleep and eat and shower. <laughs> That's, That's basically that's it. Much it. If we even get to all three of those oh, things. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Usually skip the showers. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I always like uh, asking people in, uh, in performing arts, uh, any music out there that you're really tuned into right now that's uh, super cool? Anything new? Or do you guys even have time for listening to music? I like to listen to John Boy and Billy. Okay. That's kind of funny. I've been listening to lots of uh, old British music hall songs <laughs> that are like the pre-show music He's for this show. He's back there in the dressing room dancing And they're awesome. Away. They just make me want to march and dance and put on old clothes and act silly. Yeah, those British war songs are the best. Yeah. They're, they're so happy you just go march off a cliff. Uh, yeah, yeah, just like cheery, yeah. They're so halls, cheery. Whatever. Good time. Definitely cheery. I've been singing lots of sea shanties. Yeah, yeah they're they're fantastic. We have a sea shanty in the in the show. It's oh, very cool. fun. Well, you guys go just method into all this. <laughs> well, we aren't building our that. own houses yet, so <laughs> that's really good. Okay, well, I appreciate you guys joining us. I hope you enjoyed your coffee a little bit. It's probably cold by now, uh, but uh, yeah, it's the rep, and it's right here on the east side of thirty eight um, of seaside. And it's a uh, it's a very cool place to get out of the sun. Uh, come over here and see some cool shows. Uh, if you see the rep up and down the road and they're doing uh, performances outside, make sure you stop, support them because it is a great program not only for our visitors but our locals. And we appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much for being on Dawn Patrol. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Dawn Patrol presented by Thirty Eight Cottages and Concierge with properties in Rosemary Beach, Seacrest, Seagrove, Seaside, and Watercolor. Unpack, relax, and forget where you're from. 38cottages.com. 30A Radio. Brought to you by The Growler Garage. With 40 craft beers on tap, just steps away from the beach. Located across from Ed Walline Beach Access at the corner of 393 and 30A at Santa Rosa Beach. Grab a growler. GrowlerGarage38.com. <laughs>